God brought it to my vision. God brought it to my life. God brought it so that I would have a larger vision of what's possible in this world. From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast Sunday Series, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. At one point in our lives, most of us have had an eye exam where the doctor tests different lenses to determine which one will help us see better. Once we find the right lens, we get glasses. The glasses are a tool that we use to go about our day with better vision. In today's sermon, Father Novak explains what tools we can use in our sometimes seemingly ordinary day to see Christ at work and have a clear image of what the world could be. Bartimaeus is looking for something. Even though he's physically impaired, he's looking for something. Something much deeper in the journey of his life. He's looking to be healed in a particular kind of way. And there's only one healing that can come to him. And he recognizes that healing that can come to him comes from being in the company of Christ, being in the spirit of Christ, being one with Christ. My hunch is that you've gathered here this day because whatever it is that you're looking for in along the journey of your lives, you know you can't do it without the gift of Jesus Christ leading and guiding your actions in the world. And therefore, you gather here this day to be one with him, in communion with him, to receive him from this table and to be in communion with each other. The gifts that you're looking for, the hopes and dreams that you have, the healing that you desire, is no different than what Bartimaeus was looking for in his particular moment through his particular journey. The gift of Bartimaeus is that his faith brought him. His faith wouldn't let him walk away. His faith was what Christ noticed and called upon so that we might all be healed and understood. Your faith this day has healed you. Your faith this day has connected you. Your faith this day has provided that healing and that spirit of God in Christ to lead and guide your steps on the journey of your lives. So where will you go? How will you live? What will you proclaim? And how will you influence the lives of each other? Several weeks ago, the marathon ran past this church, and I was working an aid station 20 miles from here. And as I was working that aid station, I had the vision of being in the presence of Christ. Many times I've been in staff meetings in parishes and somebody would ask the question, where have you seen Jesus this day? Where have you seen Jesus this week? Where have you seen Jesus in your life? Well, I wasn't looking for Jesus during the Chicago Marathon, but Jesus appeared whether I wanted him to or not. 
There was a runner who was sight impaired, who was being guided by a friend. And I watched and I looked at the courage and I looked at the determination and I looked at the faith, faith journey that she was on. And I saw her friend just running next to her, making sure that she was successful, making sure that she completed the race, fought the good fight, won the race. And as I watched her run past our aid station, I kept thinking to myself, what faith, what determination, what courage to not to be able to see where you're going, but yet to know that you can do it and accomplish it. What faith she had, what determination. A few runners later, there was a young man who was physically challenged. And his dad was running in front of him and guiding him. And it was so hot that day that everybody was worried about their potassium levels and we had all of these bananas out there and dad step, step, stopped at the table, peeled the banana, fed his son, fed himself, and they kept running the race. And I kept thinking to myself, isn't that what God did with Christ? Fed his son so that his son might have the courage to complete the race to the cross and into resurrection of life. And I kept thinking to myself, there is the presence of God. There is the presence of Christ in each other. Way back at the end of the race, I ran into two of our crossroads runners struggling to complete the race, father and daughter team. And I said to myself, wow, look at that, a father and daughter team, both able to do this race together, both crossroads runners, successful at doing this together, helping each other, fight the good fight, win the battle, complete the race. When I gathered here to bless the blisters of everyone who had run, I ran into that father-daughter team over here in the courtyard, and I asked her, I said, why did you run with your dad? I'm sure that it held you back from completing the race at a much faster pace. She said, oh yeah, it did. <laughs> and I said, but why? Why would you do that? And I said, didn't you want to run with your age group? Didn't you want to run with your friends? Didn't you want to run, you know, to, for your time? And she said to me, there's some things that are more important. Spending time with him and knowing that we did this together as a father and daughter was more important than what I needed to do for me. I needed to do this for us. Here's a young woman filled with wisdom. Here's a young woman filled, filled with courage to not care about what anyone else thinks, but to do her own thing in this world. The thing that she needed to do most was to give her dad the courage and the determination to complete his race. 
And so to make sure that she sacrificed part of herself so that he could succeed is what the, the gospel is all about. Now, I didn't hope to see any of that. I wasn't looking for any of that. But God brought it to my vision. God brought it to my life. God brought it so that I would have a larger vision of what's possible in this world. And I know that every one of you has those moments, those aha moments where you say, I wasn't expecting that, but I'm being challenged to look deeper within. I'm being challenged to look wider in my view. I'm being challenged to look broader in our life and our society. And as you do so, it gives you that opportunity then to have your vision changed and to allow that vision of Christ to enter your lives. And so maybe your minds and your hearts and your life experience and your spirituality is healed in a way that it's never been healed before. And maybe it draws you just closer into that experience of Christ and enables you to come to this table seeking his presence, seeking his, his, his love, seeking his comfort, seeking his healing for your lives. Bartimaeus reminds us real easy that there's something greater out there. And Christ reminds us as he's seeking that gift from Christ, a vision of hope. He's also recognizing that there's greater hope in the world than what he's encountered by the shunning of the community. What Bartimaeus says to all of us is that Christ continues to invite us to hope and healing, to love and forgiveness. And as he encounters it in the presence of Christ, Christ continues to remind us that it's God who does the healing. It's God who continues to do the recovery. And that we ourselves have to be willing to receive the sight, to be willing to receive the vision, to be willing to receive the new life. Like all of you, I have hopes. Like all of you, I want to see some changes in our world. Like all of you, I would like to see some changes in our society, our culture, and our relationships with each other. Like all of you, I'd like to see some new things unfold as we move forward out of this pandemic and begin to live our lives healthy and renewed. We gather here today to renew ourselves with that vision of God walking with us, of Christ calling us to new life, of the vision of God's presence enabling us to heal each other in our brokenness and to walk humbly with one another for the marathon of our lives. 
So my sisters and brothers, as we gather here this day, may our vision bring us racial equity. May our vision bring us better leadership. May our vision bring us an opportunity to find ourselves along the journey of life with each other, appreciating and providing the economic means for sustainability in each other's lives. May our vision provide us that opportunity to heal this earth and to work with each other in commonality, in strength, in vision for what this world can be. We gather here this day because Christ tells us your faith, your actions, your vision has healed you. Live well, good and faithful disciples. Let the vision of the Lord guide your steps to new and everlasting life. Time now for announcements and events. The legacy of racism continues to create deep divisions in our country today, and the fear of talking about it separates us all the more. Let's come together and unpack the challenge of racial justice to build the muscle of having courageous conversations that matter. Join OSP's Racial Equity and Justice Initiative Thursday, October 28th from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. for the first event of our Courageous Conversations series. In this virtual event, we'll be joined by Dr. Anthony Dunbar and Dr. Precious Porez. With the help of our guest speakers, we'll unpack the topic of critical race theory, what it is, what it isn't, and how to stay value-focused when navigating hot-button issues. For all the info and the link to register, please see page 9 of the Crossroads publication. Have you been looking for community, spiritual enrichment, and good conversation in this time of separation? If so, we invite you to join Wine and the Word, a faith-sharing community where we'll discuss Scripture and how it applies to our daily lives. Join virtually on Sunday evenings for Wine in the Word from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, please see page 6 of the Crossroads publication. The Old St. Pat's Wedding Ministry is back in business with a busy fall and winter schedule. If you love weddings and would like to help ensure a beautiful day for our brides and grooms, please consider joining us as a volunteer. Old St. Patrick's Wedding Volunteers participate in the hospitality mission by assisting brides, grooms, and their families with the arrangements at Old St. Patrick's on one of the most special and important days in their lives. The time commitment is approximately three to four hours on Saturdays, once every six to eight weeks. Instructions, training with experienced volunteers, and a day of wedding worksheet are provided. If you're interested in becoming a wedding volunteer, please contact Susan Johnson at susan1439 at sbcglobal.net. Thank you for listening to today's episode. The homily was originally given at the 10 a.m. Mass on Sunday, October 24th by Father Paul Novak. For more information about all resources available, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Old St. Pat's app. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast. Podcast.